Welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast series, Through the Bible in a Year, where we come together for daily reading and reflection as we journey through the scriptures. Let's dive into today's episode with Pastor Chris Miller. Welcome to Day 10, January 10th of the Through the Bible in a Year series of the PC Speaking Podcast. Today we read from Genesis chapter 24 through 26 and over to the New Testament, Matthew chapter 8. Hopefully you are forming a habit of daily Bible reading. You know, willpower works for a while, but uh, habit trumps willpower every time. So we want to form a habit of daily Bible reading. Genesis 24 through 26. Uh, Genesis chapter 24 is just a beautiful story about Isaac and Rebekah. Abraham is concerned about finding a suitable wife for his son Isaac. He sends a servant to find a wife from his homeland. And through the Lord's guidance, Rebecca is chosen as Isaac's bride. And then moving forward on to Genesis chapter 25, we encounter the birth of Esau and Jacob, twins with very different personalities. A lot of conflict between those two guys. Esau is a hunter and Jacob is a quiet homebody. And we'll read more about them. Uh, Very interesting characters. Matthew chapter 8 is chock full of miracles. Jesus heals a leper. He demonstrates his authority over sickness. He calms a storm, showing authority over nature, and even casts out demons, demonstrating power over spiritual things. Uh, Some things to consider as we read today, think about, get our minds set on what we're about to read. uh, The authority of Jesus, the power of prayer, and God's plans and how he works them out. Uh, we could probably find some application for the complexities of family relationships as well. Well, let's go to the scripture and read Genesis chapters 24 through 26 and Matthew chapter 8, and then we'll come back and finish up with a few brief devotional thoughts and meditations for the day. Uh, Genesis chapter 24. Now, Abraham was old, well advanced in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. So Abraham said to his servant, the oldest of his household, who was in charge over all that he had, please place your hand under my thigh and I will make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of earth, that you will not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I live, but you shall go to my country and to my family and take a wife for my son Isaac. Then the servant said to him, perhaps the woman will not be willing to follow me to this land. Must I take your son back to the land from which you came? Abraham said to him, see to it that you do not take my son back there. The Lord God of heaven, who took me from my father's family and from the land of my relatives and who spoke to me and swore to me saying, to your descendants, I will give this land. He shall send his angel before you and you shall take a wife for my son from there. If the woman is not willing to follow you, then you will be free from my oath. Only do not take my son back there. So the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham, his master, and swore to him concerning his this matter. Then the servant took ten of his master's camels and departed, for all the goods of his master were in his hand. And he arose and went to the city of Nahor in Aram Neharim. He made his camels kneel down outside the city by a well of water in the evening when the women came out to draw water. Then he said, O Lord, the God of my master Abraham, please let me have success this day and show kindness to my master Abraham. 
See, here I stand by the well of water, and the daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw water. Let it be that the young woman to whom I shall say, please lower your pitcher that I may drink, and she shall say, drink, and I will give your camels water also. Let her be the one that you have appointed for your servant Isaac. Then I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. Before he had finished speaking, Rebekah, who was born of Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, came out with a pitcher on her shoulder. The young woman was very beautiful to look at, a virgin, and no man had been with her. She went down to the well and filled her pitcher and came up. Then the servant ran to meet her and said, please let me drink a little water from your pitcher. She, so she said, drink, my Lord. Then she quickly let down her pitcher to her hand and gave him to drink. When she had finished giving him a drink, she said, I will draw water for your camels also until they have finished drinking. And she quickly emptied her pitcher into the trough and ran to the well to draw water and drew for all his camels. The man gazing at her remained silent, trying to discern whether the Lord had made this journey a success or not. When the camels had finished drinking, the man took a gold nose ring of a half a shekel weight and two bracelets for a wrist of ten shekels weight in gold and said, Whose daughter are you? Please tell me, is there room in your father's house for us to lodge? She said to him, I'm the daughter of Bethuel, son of Milcah, whom she bore to Nahor. Again, she said to him, we have both straw and provision enough and room in which to lodge. Then the man bowed his head and worshiped the Lord and said, blessed be the Lord God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his mercy and his truth toward my master. As for me, the Lord let me, led me to the house of my master's relatives. So the young woman ran and told her mother's household of these things. Now, Rebecca had a brother whose name was Laban and Laban ran out of the man, ran out to the man at the well. When he saw the nose ring and bracelets of his sister's hands, and when he heard the words of Rebekah's sister saying, this is what the man said to me. He went to the man who stood by the camels at the well, and he said, come in, blessed be the Lord. Why do you stand outside? I have prepared the house and a place for the camels. So the man came into the house. Then he unloaded his camels and gave straw and provision to the camels and water to wash his feet and the feet of the men who were with him. He then set foot but food before them to eat. But he said, I will not eat until I have told about my errand. And he said, speak on. So he said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has greatly blessed my master and he has become wealthy. He has given him flocks and herds and silver and gold and male and female servants and camels and donkeys. Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son to my master when she was old and he has given to him all that he has. My master made me swear saying, you must not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites in whose land I live, but you shall go to my father's house and to my relatives and take a wife for my son. So I said to my master, perhaps the woman will not follow me. Then he said to me, the Lord before whom I walk will send his angel and with you and prosper your way and you will take a wife for my son from my relatives and from my father's house. And you will be free from my oath when you come to my family. And if they will not give her to you, then you will be released from my oath. So today I came to the well and said, O Lord, the God of my master Abraham, if you will now give me success in my task, I am standing by the well of water. And let it be that when the virgins come forth to draw water, and I say to her, please give me a little water from your pitcher to drink. And she says to me, drink, and I will also draw for your camels. Let her be the woman whom the Lord has appointed for my master's son. Before I had finished speaking in my heart, there was Rebecca coming out with her picture on her shoulder. 
And she went down to the well and drew water. Then I said to her, please let me drink. And then quickly she let down her picture from her shoulder and said, drink, and I will give your camels a drink also. So I drank and she gave the camels a drink also. Then I asked her, whose daughter are you? And she said, the daughter of Bethuel, Nahor's son, whom Milcah bore for him. So I put the nose ring on her nose and the bracelets on her wrists, and I bowed down my head and worshiped the Lord and blessed the Lord God of my master Abraham, who has led me in the right way to take the daughter of my master's brother for his son. And now if you will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me, and if not, tell me, so that I may turn to the right hand or to the left. Then Laban and Bethuel answered and said, this thing comes from the Lord. We cannot speak to you bad or good. Here's Rebekah before you. Take her and go and let her be the wife of your master's son, as the Lord has spoken. When Abraham's servant heard the words, he worshiped the Lord, bowing himself to the earth. Then the servant brought out jewels of silver and gold and clothing and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave precious things to her brother and to her mother. Then they ate and drank, he and the men who were with him, and stayed all night. The next morning they arose, and he said, Send me away to my master. But her brother and her mother said, Let the young woman remain with us a few days, at least ten. After that she may go. So he said to them, Do not delay me. Seeing the Lord has given me success, let me go that I may go to my master. They said, We will call the girl and ask her. Then they called Rebecca and said to her, Will you go with this man? And she said, I will go. So they sent away Rebekah, their sister, and her nurse, and Abraham's servant, and his men. They blessed Rebekah and said to her, May you, our sister, become the mother of thousands of ten thousands, and may your descendants possess the gate of those who hate them. Then Rebekah and her maids arose, and they rode on the camels and followed the man. So the servant took Rebekah and went his way. Now Isaac came from the way of Berlaharoi, for he lived in Negev. Isaac went out in the evening to meditate in the field, and he lifted up his eyes and looked, and surely the camels were coming. And Rebekah lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she dismounted from her camel, and she said to the servant, Who is this man walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, It is my master. Therefore she took a veil and covered herself. Then the servant told Isaac all the things he had done. So Isaac brought her into the tent of his mother Sarah, and he took Rebekah, and she became his wife, and he loved her. So Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Chapter 25. Then Abraham took another wife whose name was Keturah, and she bore him Zimram, Joshken, Medan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. Jokshan was the father of Sheba and Dedan, and the descendants of Dedan were the Asherites, the Latushites, and the Leumimites. The sons of Midian were Ephah, Ephor, Hanak, Abida, and Eldah. All these were the children of Keturah. Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac, but to the sons of his concubines, Abraham gave gifts, and while he was still living, he sent them away from his son Isaac eastward to the east country. These are the years of Abraham's life that he lived, 175 years. Then Abraham breathed his last and died at a good old age an old man and full of years, and he was gathered to his people. His sons Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelah, in the field of Ephron, the son of Zoar the Hittite, east of Mamre, the field that Abraham purchased from the sons of Heth. There Abraham was buried with his wife Sarah. After the death of Abraham, God blessed his son Isaac. Isaac lived at Beer Lahiroi. 
These are the generations of Ishmael, Abraham's son, whom Hagar, the Egyptian, Sarah's maidservant, bore to Abraham. These are the names of the sons of Ishmael by their names according to their generations. The firstborn of Ishmael, Neboioth, and then Kedar, Abil, Mibsam, Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hadad, Tema, Jitur, Nefish, and Kedamah. These were the sons of Ishmael, that these were their names by their towns and their settlements, 12 princes according to their people. These were the years of the life of Ishmael, 137 years. He breathed his last and died. And he was gathered to his people. They lived from Havla as far as Shur, which is east of Egypt. As you go toward Assyria, he died in the presence of all his relatives. These are the generations of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah as his wife, the daughter of Bethuel, the Syrian of Padam Aram, the sister of Laban, the Syrian. Now Isaac pleaded with the Lord for his wife because she was barren, and the Lord granted his plea, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. But the children struggled together within her. And she said, if all is well, why am I like this? So she went to inquire of the Lord. Then the Lord said to her, two nations are in your womb and two peoples will be separated from your body. One people will be stronger than the other. The older will serve the younger. Now, when the time of delivery came, there were twins in her womb. The first came out red all over like a hairy garment, and they called his name Esau. After that, his brother came out, and his hand took hold of Esau's heel, so he was named Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when she bore them. So the boys grew. Esau was a cunning hunter, a man of the field, while Jacob was a calm man living in tents. Isaac loved Esau because he ate of his game, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Now Jacob cooked a stew. Esau came in from the field and he was famished. So Esau said to Jacob, please feed me some of that red stew for I'm famished. Therefore, his name was called Edom. Then Jacob said, first, sell me your birthright. Esau said, look, I'm about to die. Of what use is this birthright to me? Then Jacob said, swear by me this day. So he swore to him and he sold his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and lentil stew. Then he ate and drank, arose and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. Chapter 26. There was a famine in the land in addition to the first famine that was during the days of Abraham. Isaac went to Abimelech, the king of the Philistines in Gerar. The Lord appeared to him and said, don't go down to Egypt, live in the land of which I will tell you. So join in this land and I will be with you and will bless you. For I will give to you all the descendants of all these lands and I will fulfill the oath which I swore to Abraham, your father. I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of heaven and will give your descendants all these lands. But your descendants, all the nations of the earth will be blessed because Abraham obeyed me and kept my charge my commandments, my statues, and my laws. So Isaac lived in Gerar. The men of the place asked him about his wife and said, he said, she's my sister, for he was afraid to say she's my wife, thinking the men of the place might kill me on account of Rebekah because she's beautiful in appearance. When he had been there a long time, Abimelech, the king of the Philistines, looked out of a window and saw Isaac caressing Rebekah, his wife. Abimelech summoned Isaac and said, surely, she is surely your wife. So how is it you said she's my sister? Then Isaac said to him, 
Because I said I might die on account of her, Abimelech said, What is this you have done to us? One of the people might have easily lain with your wife, and you might have brought guilt upon us. Abimelech charged all his people, saying, He who touches this man or his wife will surely be put to death. Then Isaac sowed in the land of reap the same year a hundredfold. The Lord blessed him. The man became rich and continued to prosper until he became very wealthy, for he had possessions of flocks and herds and a great number of servants, so that the Philistines envied him. For the Philistines had stopped up all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham his father by filling them with dirt. Abimelech said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you are much more powerful than we are. So Isaac departed from there and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and settled there. Isaac dug again the wells of water, which they had dug in the days of Abraham his father, for the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. He called their names after the names of the father had called him. But when Isaac's servants dug the valley and found a well of water running there, the herdsmen of Gerar contended with Isaac's herdsmen, saying, The water is ours. So they called the name of the well Esek, because they contended with him. They dug another well and quarreled over that also. So he called the name of it Shidnah. Then he moved away from there and dug another well, and they did not quarrel over it. So he called the name of it Rehoboth. For he said, For now the Lord has made room for us, and we will be fruitful in the land. He went up from there to Beersheba. The Lord appeared to him that night and said, I am the God of Abraham your father. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bless you and multiply your descendants for the sake of my servant Abraham. He built an altar there came on the name of the Lord and pitched his tent there. And there Isaac's servants dug a well. Then Abimelech went to him from Gerar along with Utsath, one of his friends, and Pichol, the commander of his army. Isaac said to him, Why have you come to me since you hate me and have sent me away from you? And they said, We saw plainly that the Lord was with you. So we said, Let there now be an oath between us, between you and us, and let us make a covenant with you so that you will do us no harm. Just as we have touched you and have done you nothing but good, have you sent you away in peace, you are now blessed of the Lord. Then he went, and then he made them a feast, and they ate and drank. They rose up early in the morning and swore an oath with one another. Isaac sent them away, and they parted them in peace. That same day, Isaac's servants came and told him about the well that they had dug and said to him, We have found water, and we called it Sheba. Therefore, the name of the city is Beersheba to this day. Esau was 40 years old when he took his wives, Judith, his daughter of Beri the Hittite, and Basemath, the daughter of Elon the Hittite, and they brought grief to Isaac and to Rebekah. On in the New Testament, Matthew chapter 8. When he came down from the mountains, large crowds followed him. And then a leper came and worshiped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand, touched him, and saying, I will be clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Then Jesus said to him, See that you tell no one, but go your way, show yourself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded as a testimony to them. And when Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him and treating him and saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home sick with paralysis, terribly tormented. Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered, said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but speak the word only and my servant will be healed. For I am under authority, having soldiers under me. 
And I say to this man, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he was amazed and said to those who followed, truly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say to you that many will come from east and west and will dine with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven, but the sons of the kingdom will be thrown out into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, go your way, and as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed at that very moment. When Jesus entered Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother lying sick with fever. He touched her hand, and he never and he, the fever left her. And she rose and served him. When the evening came, they brought to him many who were possessed with demons, and he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all who were sick to fulfill what was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. He himself took our affirmities and bore our sicknesses. Now, when Jesus saw large crowds around him, he gave a command to depart to the other side. Then a certain scribe came and said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, The foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Another of his other disciples said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, follow me and let the dead bury their dead. Then he entered the boat and his disciples followed him. Suddenly a great storm arose on the sea so that the boat was covered with waves, but he was asleep. His disciples went to him and woke him saying, Lord, save us, we are perishing. He replied, why are you fearful, O you of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea and there was great calm. The men were amazed, saying, What kind of man is this that even the winds and the sea obey him? When he came to the other side, into the country of the Gergesenes, there met him two men possessed with demons, coming out of the tombs extremely fierce, so that no one might pass by the way. Suddenly they cried out, saying, What have we to do with you, Jesus, Son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Now a good way off from them was a herd of many swine feeding. So the demons begged him saying, if you cast us out, permit us to go away into the herd of swine. And he said to them, go. And they came out. They went into the herd of swine and suddenly the whole herd of swine ran violently down a steep place into the sea and perished into the waters. Those who kept them fled and went their ways into the city and told everything, including what had happened to those possessed by the demons. The whole city came out to meet Jesus and when they saw him, they begged him to depart out of their region. Well, that's our reading for today. Genesis 24 to 26 in Matthew chapter 8. A little bit longer today. Um, a few thoughts before we wrap up for the day. Genesis 24 through 26. We, there's a lot of material in there, obviously, but it shows us God's guidance, God's faithfulness in the context of relationships from finding a wife uh, for Isaac the challenges faced by Isaac and Rebecca. And think about the role of prayer and seeking God's guidance in relationships, uh, especially in marriage, when we think about that, particularly as we see it in the story of Isaac and Rebecca. And what principles might we find in our reading to apply in our own lives and relationships? And then also consider the cost of following Jesus. How can we wholeheartedly follow Jesus? What sacrifices might be involved in that and how might we embrace those 
sacrifices. Well, thank you again for listening in today. And I look forward to speaking with you again Thank you for joining us today on the PC Speaking Podcast. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of Through the Bible in a Year. If you have found this helpful, please follow the podcast and share it with a friend. It is our hope and prayer that every episode helps enrich your relationship with God and His Word. 